This message comes from NPR sponsor Capital One. The Capital One Venture X business card earns unlimited double miles on every purchase. Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms and conditions apply. Find out more at CapitalOne.com slash VentureXBusiness. Live from NPR News, I'm Dale Willman. Vice President Kamala Harris was in Selma, Alabama on Sunday where she spoke at the annual bridge crossing event that honors those who peacefully protested for voting rights in 1965 and were beaten by state troopers. Ahead of her meeting with an Israeli war cabinet member, Harris also called for a ceasefire in Gaza, as Troy Public Radio's Chris Alf reports. With the Edmund Pettus Bridge in the background, Harris began her speech calling for an immediate ceasefire in Gaza, lasting six weeks, to allow hostages to get out and aid to get in. This would allow us to build something more enduring, to ensure Israel is secure, and to respect the right of the Palestinian people to dignity, freedom, and self-determination. Harris's remarks come a day ahead of her planned meeting with Israeli war cabinet member Benny Gantz, to discuss a ceasefire deal. For NPR News, I'm Chris Alf in Selma, Alabama. Republican presidential hopeful Nikki Haley has won her first presidential nominating contest. She won her party's primary in Washington, D.C. on Sunday. As NPR's Sarah McCammon reports, while the victory gives Haley some bragging rights, it doesn't fundamentally change the shape of the race. Haley's victory in the District of Columbia will give her 19 delegates, but she still faces tough odds against the overwhelming Republican frontrunner, former President Trump. In a statement, a Haley campaign spokeswoman said it was, quote, not surprising that Republicans closest to Washington and dysfunction are rejecting Donald Trump. Until now, Haley had been unable to prevail over the former president, even in her home state of South Carolina, where Republicans voted on February 24th. But she's pledged to continue campaigning, at least through Super Tuesday, saying voters deserve a choice that isn't Trump or President Biden. Haley's campaign brought in $12 million in February, a bit lower than her largest fundraising month so far in January, when the campaign brought in more than $16 million. Sarah McCammon, NPR News. Blizzard warnings remain in effect in California, where some areas are already buried under seven feet of snow. A portion of Interstate 80 remains closed, and hundreds of dri- uh, drivers found themselves stranded in the Sierra Nevadas. California Highway Patrol Sergeant Eric Strecker told ABC News that they had to go car to car to check on people who were stuck. There's a couple areas that, that's, that we know and we call uh, their unsafe spots, really, when they're coming down the grade uh, over Donner Pass. And a couple of those cars got augered in the snow. Some areas of the state are expecting as much as two more feet of snow before it's all over. The Supreme Court could rule as soon as Monday on whether former President Donald Trump can be booted off the ballot over his efforts to overturn the election of 2020. Colorado Supreme Court had ruled that the Constitution's insurrection clause disqualified Trump from being president again. Colorado's primary falls on Super Tuesday. You're listening to NPR News. Annual meetings of China's legislature and a top advisory body kick off Monday in Beijing. Top policymakers are convening to set China's goals for the coming year. But as NPR's Emily Fang reports, they're under pressure to first jumpstart China's economy. A spokesperson for the advisory body said restarting market confidence, especially in the private sector, as well as tackling youth unemployment, were top of the agenda this week. China's economic growth and consumption have been plateauing. But once a chance to discuss legislative proposals, the two sessions meetings have gotten increasingly scripted under Chinese leader Xi Jinping. 
And the meetings start this year amid another elite political shakeup. China's disappeared former foreign minister Qing Gong was among the 20 or so legislative delegates who were removed or resigned their posts this year. About half of those removed were linked to the military, part of a purge of defense officials after China's defense minister also went missing last year. Emily Fang, NPR News. A new series of exercises have begun in South Korea, where U.S. and South Korean forces will be involved in combined field training. They'll also be practicing air assaults and air strikes. The 11 days of spring drills come as the two allies try to find ways to counter the nuclear and missile threats from North Korea. Austrian, uh, Austin Eckroth has the lead at the PGA National in Florida. The tournament will wrap up on Monday after the final round was interrupted by almost two inches of rain. Eckroth sits at 15 under through seven holes, just one shot ahead of Eric Von Royen. Eckroth was also tied for the lead on Saturday night. I'm Dale Wilman, NPR News.